What's up, y'all? What's going on? Welcome back to When You're Bored as Hell. Welcome back, When You're Bored as Hell. (laughs) With Sarah and Christian. Yes, yes. Welcome. We're here on this cold October day. Fall's coming. Halloween's coming. Has it been? Okay, so I don't know about what is in your apartment, but it's always, for the past couple days, it's been colder in my apartment than it is outside. Oh, of course. So I'm like freezing in my apartment and then I walk outside. And you're fine. And it's fine. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because we don't want to really turn the heat on yet because I don't want to let go of summer slash start paying for my heat. <laughs> wants to start paying for heat. Yeah, no one wants to pay for heat. No. And it's, uh, I don't know, because there's some days that are still in the 60s, but then it's cloudy and cold and it's still giving me hope. Yeah, I'm sick. Of, I'm already sick of cold weather and it just started But also, to you know what's happen. sad, which this is kind of gross, but I looked at this the other day. Is like my hand that got broken because it's been under a cast hasn't had like whatever it's still tan. Yeah. So look at how tan I used to be Wait. in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like only my hand. Just your tan hand. And then my like wow, pale, you were tan. But I know. <laughs> Got to move to a beach to. I know. Look at that. Like my darkness. I uh. feel like the transition from summer to fall was just like really quick this year. Yeah. The temperature changed yeah. drastically. Like it was just, I don't even know. I feel like I looked outside and it was fall Yep. one day. Like I feel like summer was just, I don't even know how to describe it. Usually it's more of like, oh, summer's over. But I'm like, oh, it's summer. And then I'm, oh, now it's cold. But I don't it'll know. Like, like it's snow just tomorrow. <laughs> it just like wasn't a smooth transition for no, me. It's maybe. True. I don't know. I know my roommate was going through all her clothes and getting rid of all her summer stuff and bringing in like all the sweaters. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm not ready for that. I love sweaters. I love sweaters. But and I love jackets. I'm not ready for that. But I hate cold weather. Like it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like I like a nice puffy, like a down nice jacket. Puffy. But I hate cold weather. <laughs> like it's so stupid. But also, it's I probably like it so much because it makes me, it keeps me warm. Mm. You have a cute winter jacket too. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to have some like fluffy or like puffy, fluffy or puffy, fluffy or puffy. <laughs> what we got? The rule of thumb to getting a winter jacket is fluffy or puffy. Fluff or puff. <laughs> Fluff or puff. <laughs> Do you want to fluff or puff today? Get it out there. <laughs> I want to do both. I know. Joyce? <laughs> My roommate is laughing at us right now. <laughs> You'll meet right. JoJo one day. She'll come on for a little I know, a little guest appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta set that up. I know. What are we drinking today? Um, so <laughs> me and Christian are drinking <laughs> two different beers. Um, one of them is my favorite beer ever. Um, it's called the cat's meow. It's by exhibit a brewery in Framingham mass. Um, it's, sh- it's, I don't, in disclaimer, I don't like this beer because there's a cat on the can. Some people probably think that's the reason why. Oh my God. <laughs> There's literally a I was cat be like, no, that's your favorite beer, but then meow. I caught you. I was catching up. And then people like know that I'm a crazy cat lady. But no, it's just like the only IPA that I like. It's not disgustingly hoppy. It's Too like IPA-y. juicy and delicious. I normally hate IPAs, but this one's good. And then you're you're drinking, Christian's drinking the Night Shift Night Fever. Night Shift is in, um, well, they originated in Everett. Yep. Um, and now they have one by um, now there's one in the city um, yeah. by the wharf by the wharf <laughs> wait it's not the wharf is it yeah it is the long Lovejoy Wharf oh yeah you're right yeah Lovejoy Wharf it's like the north end near TD Garden mm-hmm. so he's drinking a stout um, yeah. <laughs> me and Christian getting I don't know I was gonna say we get into the beer drinking in the winter but we do it all summer we too, do it so. all year um I would say like stouts are more things that we drink in like yep. when it's colder. Um, just because it's like a thicker, thicker drink. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I only go to drink yeah, stouts true. when it's like cold. No, out. that's true. Because when you, when you eat in the winter, it's more of like a, you have more hearty meals, things that are just like, you know, yep. I don't know. Pastas, red sauces. Soups. Eggplant stews. Parm. <laughs> Eggplant parm. You My eat that all summer anyway. My Italian self is like, yeah. 
It's no, but it's much. true. So it's a good it's a good pairing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not super light. So yeah, we're going the beer route today. Beer route today. Oh, um, we honestly didn't really have another choice because if we chose w- the other things that I have here, it would be <laughs> bourbon or mezcal, and then we'd be and really the, drunk. I was like, and so it's the morning, <laughs> and we got stuff like, to do today. It's like one p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I have to work later. Let's not yeah. be drunk. I have to do homework. <laughs> oh my god, drunk typing. No. No thanks. Yeah, I'm in midterms, which has been Have you ever had shitty. to do homework assignments drunk before? Um like if you forgot and you were like out and you were like fuck it, I have to go home and do this or something. I've done them Yeah. But then I look like but it hasn't been I didn't hand it in like immediately, I guess. So I would write something and then look back at it. Read it the next day and you're like, okay. What was I doing? I like started off really well and then went in a tangent. And you know how your drunk brain is like, this makes sense. This is nice. You're like, wow, I'm really doing a good job at wording this. (laughs) In the next year, like, doing good at words. You were like, what were you talking about? Uh That's not how that goes. It's not. Those facts aren't accurate. What article were you reading? What article were you reading? You quoted um, yourself. You know when you uh, quote like art articles and shit, you yeah. quote yourself. You're like, yourself Sarah. Like, I thought it was funny. 2013. <laughs> what? Literally. Just because you said it doesn't mean it. I know. I also took no, a, um, in undergrad, I took a creative writing class and as one of my electives. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a homework to do and then I had... Well, I made weed brownies one time. Don't ask me why. I don't Ooh. know. They were good. But I had it. And then, like, I was with my friends, blah, blah. And then it kicked in. I was like, I got to do homework. And then my, like, dumbass self was like, oh, but it's creative writing. So, like, I can do that when I'm high. No. You, <laughs> I, I can't do any homework or any, like, functionality. Um, and I was like, Jesus. My current situation, if I was back in school, I would definitely prefer to be drunk doing homework than high but that's because i don't smoke anymore i used to smoke a lot in undergrad like a lot i was high all day so i could do homework high well that was what you were used to but i couldn't study high because i wouldn't remember shit (laughs) so like i could do all my homework that i could like refer to other things Mm -hmm. for high but if i had to study for a test no i had to like just be be, staring at things and nothing i had to be sober yeah it makes sense but like i would not study or do homework drunk in college it sounds weird i feel like it would be the opposite oh i see what you're saying because i feel like people drink more in college but i smoked more in college yeah but that was just what like helped me i could i could go to class high i could talk to professors high but like i was just high all the time Well, because if you did it that much you would be used to that so like if you didn't smoke and then you tried it like but i kind of preferred that because i remembered everything you know when people are just drunk the whole time and they don't remember anything yeah like i remembered everything i did even though i was high damn you know look at you go but then i stopped smoking because rent (laughs) (laughs) and life and other things paying for my phone bill and things like that yeah so um but yeah but like now in grad school i don't really do um, a lot of like anything because I really don't have an opportunity. Like I have to write an essay this week. It's mm-hmm. my last midterm, but then classes start again Wednesday and Thursday. So then I have homework due Wednesday, which is tomorrow. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little light bulb moment. Um, and then Thursday I'm in class all day, and then I have like weekends to get stuff done. And then it's just I don't know. It's the last year, <laughs> guys. It's the last year. He's pushing through. It's woo. You still don't take tests, though, right? You just write papers? No, I just write papers. That's fire. I wonder if every... Is every grad school program like that? It depends what you take. My um, neighbor's boyfriend is in grad school, and I actually ran into him at a coffee shop, and he was doing something, like, mathematical. And I was like, all right, I can't do that. I was going to say, I'd imagine things that have more to do with, like, science, like becoming a doctor or, like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, doing some math shit. his um the, like homework and my homework are completely different i don't really have to well, but he's, I not, also, he's not in grad school though no he's an undergrad yeah oh that's true i guess an undergrad i'm just wondering grad like school tests. wise but i think grad school it's more 
you make it what you so like in all my classes i only have two assignments other than just like a reading response or read this article or whatever you have two big assignments it's my midterms and my finals yeah so like my next the midterm that i handed in um this past saturday my next assignment that's due is december 11th damn i know and it's an eight page paper so literally i could do it like next week and get it done a month ahead but we all know on like december 10th i'm gonna be (laughs) up all night hopefully not maybe that'll change but yeah you only have two assignments in my um program for the most part yeah so it works and then i have one more semester and then i graduate and then i don't go to school again yeah i was gonna say like i feel like when it's more having to do with like science or math you'd probably have more tests to take yeah because like you can't write it i mean you could write a paper on something mathematical but i feel like yeah you can like i'm doing uh i'm in a research class right now um and i have to do like graphs and um other things yeah research (laughs) researchy i'm just thinking about it because if i go back to grad school i'm like a bad test taker well so am i i get like really anxious i have test anxiety like i'll study my ass off and know probably everything and then I, when I get to the test, I'm like, I was like, and I then don't that paper anything. comes in front of you and I don't know what's happening. And like, there's like this roadblock in my mind that like convinces me that I don't know what I just studied for the past week oh, and yeah. a half, but I know it. Yeah. But then as soon as I get out of the test, I remember it again. Yes. And I want to be like, like wow. oh, professor, teacher, Can I, I actually this? know my stuff. <laughs> I'm not just sitting here not doing anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. It happened to me all the time. I actually had to meet with when I was in mid, uh, middle school. I had to meet with some um, teachers and talk to them about my test anxiety. It was that bad. Yeah. Because I would be, I'd be really good in class and I'd participate and I'd like do all the projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get 60s and 70s on tests. Oh, shit. And they'd be like, what is happening? Yeah. They're, they're like, like this, this doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. One of my teachers in ninth grade was like, oh, I just thought he was that kind of student. And my parents were like, what? One that's really diligent and then gets 50s. What is that? How? Yeah. Like, what student that is that? Add up. Yeah. So I had to figure it out for college. Yeah. And now, all, I mean, it's a blessing that I'm in a program that only does papers because I don't get really stressed out. Because you have that time also, by yourself to write it. Yeah. Also, I'm, <laughs> I'm like more grown up now. So if I'm in a class and they ask me something and I don't know it, I'll just say I don't know it. Or I'll be like, oh, I didn't get to read that article. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm over bullshitting. I'm over pretending like, oh, I think it's the this and then making a fool. I'm like, no. Exactly. Like, no. I'm done with, yeah. I'm I was the kind of person that like when I would take a test, the anxiety would go away after like, I don't know, a few minutes or whatever. Yeah. And then I'd be okay. But then when people start leaving the test, like leaving the room, oh, I get mad distracted. Like, and I'm like, wait, I'm not even done with this like page yet. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And then I would get distracted about that. And then like, it was just too much. Like I needed to be in a room by myself taking a test. I feel that. (laughs) Can you? (laughs) Christian's trying to reach his beer with one hand. Yeah. Friends, I'm still one armed. One armed. But he's on a, he doesn't have a boot anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's good. I'll put it back here. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I should tell you, um, I have a story to tell you. What it's is really it? funny, or I just think it's funny. Um. Oh yeah. So my neighbors had a game night this past week. Yeah. Which was great. We went over at like 11 p.m., which was fine because I was staring at my computer and doing homework the whole day. And I love the late night. They're great. Show. I want you to meet them because they're the neighbors that share a porch with me. <coughs> so me and my roommates literally walk over and just inside their apartment. We have a thing where we're just like an open door policy. So they'll just come over and hang. I or we'll go that. over there. Um, or, yeah, it's been super cool. Like, last week, um, one of my neighbors from back home sent me a thing of, like, cookies as, like, a get well soon. And yeah. she sent me, like, 20 cookies. So I messaged them. We have oh. a group chat. And I was like, oh, my, like, I got so many cookies in the mail. I was like, I'm not going to eat them all. And then one of my neighbors came over with a glass of milk. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I heard you had cookies. That's that cute. And we just like sat in our living room as we were hanging, just like eating cookies with his milk. I love that you shit. You are 
the cutest. That's mad sweet. So yeah, they moved in September and like we become fast Are friends. Are they like our age? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they're super cool. But yeah, so we were having a game night and because I'm one-armed, I have like my hand is, since it's cold, I'll like wear a sweatshirt and have it over my hand. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this, one of them had a friend over um, and I walked in. And I was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like talking to everyone as I do. And I sat next to her and she didn't know I was. So, yeah, she didn't know I was injured. So I was. (laughs) So I took my hand out of my cone and like took her back. And she was like, oh, I didn't see that. And I was like, what? And she's like, I thought you just had like your hand just in your sweater for some reason. She's like, I thought it was like an anxiety thing. And I'm like, what do you mean an anxiety thing? And she's like, oh, yeah, I thought like meeting new people. That was like how you coped. And I was like, are you talking? Are you saying like I came into a room, saw everyone, saw someone I didn't know, and then just immediately put my hand on my shirt? (laughs) She's like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. How would that help? I was like, that made my night that someone just thought like I just turtled up when I got anxious (laughs) and just went in on myself. This is your neighbor that you said this? Neighbor. Yeah. Neighbor's friend. Oh, okay. Um, She was super cool. And she's like, yeah, okay. She's like, that makes sense. She's like, all right, so you're like not that weird. I was like, but also that you just thought I was this weird person who just like, oh no, someone knew. Oh no, let me retaliate. (laughs) I was like, well, at least that made my night. Thank you. Oh my god, that is too funny. That's so funny. Wow. Just like, oh no. Some people really do have like social anxiety, though. Yeah, they do. They could do that. I know. I just thought it was funny that that's how she thought like mine came out, just, right? Like one-handed up the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, hilarious. Oh, girl, that's okay. That is okay. Yeah, so it was good. How was your weekend? It was okay. Other than work, what did you do? Um, just kind of did things for myself. Um figuring shit out doing like my that. research i like that i don't like to put things out in the open because i got you if i don't get some kind of opportunity yeah i'll I be upset about feel it feel that you know i do the same thing so i'm like you know i'm just gonna keep like doing me and finding and things, things and up. if something happens i'll be yeah i respect all that. vocals about it all vocals all vocals <laughs> <laughs> no i respect that that's awesome but yeah Congrats. um yeah, I'm just like chilling, you know. I like that. Making money. Making money. It's getting busy, so. Finally. Put more in my savings. Not like it and was slow like during summer. It wasn't that slow. But. It wasn't. But it's definitely more volume now. Yeah. Have you had any weird customer interactions since I've been gone? Any weird customer interactions? Um. No. Nothing that, That's like, good. stands out. Yeah, no. No cutting salads. No patties <laughs> in your face. <laughs> None of that. Um, yeah, no, nothing really crazy. Nothing that stands out. It's on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you want to get into some of our... Capics. Yeah, we can start. Do you want to start content? with a movie that I haven't seen, but you have? <laughs> so Christian came over and I was like excited because I was like have you seen joker yet like blah 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 and i thought he was gonna say yeah we were gonna have this whole combo about it but he hasn't seen it but i can I still kind of talk house. about it i was like i just want you to know but christian like has been on bed rest basically yeah Not bed rest i don't but, like, do anything i think the, one of the reasons that i've become friends with my neighbors is because i can't leave my house <laughs> so i'm like i need social interaction who lives in this Be building with me <laughs> <laughs> I just walked over and I was like, "Hi, yo!" <laughs> it literally is true. But yeah, we can. I'd probably it. be the same way. I'd like knock. So the Joker is the behind this behind the story is the previous story of like before he met Batman. Yeah. So this story is basically just like a character line. Um, it's not like a whole plot. Oh. But it it sound that sound that doesn't sound appealing, <laughs> but it's true because I was talking about this with our coworker yesterday, Matt, and we were basically saying like it's not 
a whole like it is a story yeah but it's kind of just like how he became joker what happened to him when you know you know society just like just like fucking him up and like him going crazy about it and all his mental illnesses and like just people not being accepting of him and him just being over it yeah at some point in time that's why he starts like killing people and like yeah this is all before batman um there's no like fight scenes with batman people know this but um well that's what i thought is like but he's still in um what's the city they live in gotham yeah so it all becomes becomes gotham it all (laughs) is in gotham right (laughs) it was filmed in new york city okay well that makes sense okay but i could just tell by how it looked every gotham movie is set in new york city so why don't i mean like i know it's a fantasy city yeah but then that just makes new york city look like trash i know but i feel like the way that like people love that fantasy shit i love that fantasy shit so just thinking that it's gotham is like dope that's true and that it's far away and like the like criminals don't actually happen yeah and crimes don't actually happen like in your neighborhood exactly not like a deranged clown is going to walk down the street and it's going to be okay but also he's not even like like so he starts off as this like dude he works for this company or like this job that he just like dresses up as a clown and like stands goes to whatever store that they need him at okay so like at first he's like at a store in front of the store like holding up a sign to like come into the store and then at some point he's at a hospital with like kids and singing to the kids at the hospital um there's parts in there that i can't mention because i want you to see it but that's fine i want to see it too it's just like i feel so bad for him like people think he's this bad person yeah he kills people and like that's not right and nothing justifies that but like People are terrible to him and he had a bad childhood. It doesn't show him being a child, but it it talks about what happened when he was a child and how fucked up it was. Um, And he lost a lot of weight for this role. So and it like has a lot to do with like how he was raised and like the actor being malnourished. And yeah. okay, Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix like lost a lot of weight for this shit. And you can tell when he doesn't have a shirt on. It's crazy. Like yeah. His ribs are sticking out. Like Damn. But it adds to his character. Like, you know? Oh, yeah. It adds to, like, the derangement of what's going on. Also, like, me and Matt were talking about at work. Like, was it a good movie or did Joaquin just, like, kill that shit? Like, he was so good. He is a good actor. And, and he went a little crazy. How he um, got out of the limelight and kind of how, like, the celebrity of it all affected him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, of how he, like... How they gave him this role or how he went out for it because he's kind of one of those actors that are like not the traditional actors. Yeah. And kind of a little funky. Funky. So I was wondering about if in the future maybe there'll be a Batman um, Joker movie with him in it. Oh, yeah. Um, but apparently with- he took this role because it, it doesn't connect with the rest of the DC movies see even in that it's like i i want to do my own thing yeah which it makes which sense we because respect. the movies seem dark it's pretty dark it can but be- also batman um the dark knight was also really dark with like the original joker i love that movie me too also there was a lot of talk with him not being able to live up to the heath ledger role yeah and heath ledger obviously killed it but this is a whole movie about Joker. It's not just a, you know, yeah, additional role. Yeah, because didn't Heath Ledger win awards for it? Like after he passed away. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. That's crazy that he's not. He he died too. Yeah. Um. I don't know, drug overdose. I think so. Yeah. If but we're yeah, wrong about that, don't quote us on that. <laughs> <laughs> also, not to give anything away, but there is. Um. Bruce Wayne is in it, but he's he's a child. Oh. So I didn't even realize like the significant difference in their ages. But like Joaquin Phoenix is obviously a grown man. Yeah. And he's But then Bruce Wayne so, is like probably twelve or okay, something. So then that's so weird because in Dark Knight they seem like the same age. Yeah. So then that and means Bruce he's Wayne like looks 
Well, yeah. Fifty-year-old Bruce Wayne looks a little bit younger than Joker. Yeah, but I think in real life, but Joker, you can't even really tell because he has all the makeup on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's probably why it worked. Yeah. I think Heath Ledger was like fifteen years younger than Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. I also just threw out that number of fifteen. <laughs> I know, and I and I agreed with it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's how we know pop culture. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, go see that shit. Yeah, it, I saw good. it twice. It was dope. Yeah. Also, I'm into the stout. I don't think I've seen a movie twice in the theater. Yeah, I was like, in oh the no, I saw too. Lion King twice. What? <laughs> the most solid. recent Lion King. Yeah. I saw that one twice, With but Beyonce before that, and Bino. Beyonce and Bino. Beyonce did we ever Bino. talk about that on here? We probably did. No. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we must have. We and we about talked it? about Beyonce's new album surrounding it. Yeah, you're right. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dope album too. But yeah, go watch the Joker. Shit is fire. That's why I saw it twice. I do want to see it again already. That's just like good. Just amazing. I know. I gotta get myself to the theater. Um, yeah. One of our other coworkers came out to me and was like, "Have you seen Joker?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, I saw it three times." He hates me because I've seen no movie. Oh, no, not Matt. Oh. <laughs> like how you're like, no, not that one. <laughs> no, not that um, Well, then that makes sense. Yeah, so always the um, tampon and pad mm-hmm. company. Um, they're taking the female symbol off of their packaging um, to be more inclusive of trans- uh, transgender and non-bin- non-binary customers. Um, yeah, which we thought was awesome. Yeah, we think that's great. Um, yeah, so they got yeah, some, great. um, back, not backlash, but some comments made to them of like the Venus symbol is the female only symbol. Um, and a lot of customers don't identify as female or like even, like even female to male transgender, if they haven't like had the surgery, they still need tampons, mm-hmm. um, non-binary. So they thought that they weren't being representative or if they were going to get their like feminine hygiene products or just hygiene products that they um, weren't being included or if they didn't identify as a woman and the box said like women on it. Yeah. That yeah. They were like, man, this isn't like, this is kind of weird or I don't identify with this thing that I need. Yeah. So it was really cool um, that they've taken an initiative to like take all like quote unquote gender off their labeling and off their boxes um, to better fit the needs of the consumer. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like a little shout out to that, but we really thought it was cool and awesome that a company that's so high up and really no, I mean known for a very like feminine thing is taking initiative. Yeah. I mean like, well, not only women use these anymore. So we should change that. And making people feel comfortable about buying and using their products. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to see if there's... Um, it said uh, the company um, aims to have a new design distributed worldwide by February 2020. So by February... Oh, yeah. So it's a pretty quick turnaround for a gigantic company and worldwide. So yeah, by February... Everything should be changed over from like Very, what's in the stores now. Yeah. That's like yeah, a four like, month thing. Which yeah. Is that's quick. pretty solid. Yeah. Um, we are meeting the needs of everyone who uses our product. Um, the change to our pad wrapper design is consistent with the practice. So it's like what they practice. And on top of LGBTQ health, they wanted to create a product that um, serves all. So it's just, I don't know. It's just really cool. We found and we thought we should talk about Share it with y'all because it's a real thing um that these people go through yeah absolutely like every day in the store not really fe- or just every day not really feeling like they belong to one gender mm-hmm. um figuring out their identity so that one company is kind of taking a stand i don't know it was i feel like this is nice because remember the conversation we had a few podcasts ago about um Remember, like, th- we were talking about the LBGTQ, com- uh, like, people just putting references on their, oh, like... Oh, yeah. 
just packaging like, just to like lure people in. Yeah, just like the rainbow symbol. Oh, like yeah, or like LB. Someone had like an LBGTQ like sandwich. It was like lettuce. Oh yeah, bacon or some shit. Yeah, I don't and you're like know, this is just like, a BLT is with like, like random actually, ass things. It's not gonna say like anything specific on the packaging. Mm. They're just gonna take that symbol off. Yes. You know, and I think that will make people feel more comfortable rather than being like, oh, this says LBGTQ. Like, let me, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this is better. Yeah. So it's a better take, way to go about it. Yeah. So to take any labeling off of it creates just, it's okay to use. Also, it's a tampon. If you need a tampon, you shouldn't be, first of all, it's embarrassing. I feel like this might just be for the male perspective. So yeah. you can totally shut me up if this isn't it. But I feel like for some women or like buying tampons is kind of buying like buying condoms it's a little i think that i've been buying them for so damn long that it doesn't even phase me anymore like if someone's gonna look at me weird for buying a tampon they can like fuck off (laughs) like yeah you need it it's a condoms are different it's like yeah you still shouldn't be looking at me if i'm buying condoms that's weird also condoms just mean that you're having sex everyone has sex everyone has sex <laughs> Ring up the rest of my groceries. Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> Even if that's the only thing I'm buying, it's the same thing with like when you buy like this is TMI, but every woman knows Monistat. Um, right, that's for that like is, a but... yeast infection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you get the UTI medicine, when you get the fucking a pregnancy test, like any of those things, people, I understand why people feel weird about it. Yeah. Or like if you're getting Plan B, like. I understand if you feel weird about it because I've definitely felt weird about yeah. it. But like people should not look at you and judge you crazy. Like, no. You and know, plan B is the one that I was just watching a show the other day. Um, like if some dude who's ringing you up and you're buying condoms, like gives you a look, it's like, ew. Like, yeah, you also own Ew, them. I'm not fucking you. I'm going to fuck <laughs> someone else. Like, ew. Like fucking the bag boy. You, like mind your goddamn business. Like, you know? Yeah. That's never happened to me, but I know people who also have had that happen. Yeah, like Plan B or the like a pregnancy test. You shouldn't feel awkward about it. own it. Like at, when I first had to buy those things, I was like, "Can I buy this at the pharmacy in the back and then leave?" Yeah. But now I'm like, whatever. This is my everyone's life. doing this shit. I'm yeah. 25 years old. Like, All right. we're old. <laughs> I would like to know if I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, sorry. Excuse, like, you know. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. I would like to know if I'm pregnant. <laughs> I have the right to know this information. Seriously. Like, I don't know. But yeah, no, everyone should feel comfortable about buying any of these products. And I think that Always is doing a good deed with Yeah, this. it is. It was awesome. And making. It made us happy. Not so we just thought, women feel comfortable about buying these products. Yeah. But. Every person feel comfortable about buying products. Yeah. Yeah. So it made us happy. So we thought we should should share. Um, do you want to do Meghan Markle? Yeah. So um, Meghan Markle, um, the Duchess of Sussex. Sussex? <laughs> if I'm saying that right. Um, married to Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, the Duke. Of the royal family. Of the royal fam. <laughs> Everyone who knows who Meghan Markle is. Um She's been facing a lot of backlash for just being a human being. Um, basically. Basically, yeah. for being herself, um, doing what a mother should do, um, hold her fucking baby bump. When was that ever an issue? Um, she's just been struggling and just seems like pretty upset about, which I would be too, about just people judging her for no fucking mm-hmm. reason. Um, people are, you know, there's this, thing going around that she's like people you know people criticize her and what she wears um because she wore one shoulder dress that's a whole issue um they're like look at Meghan markle in her one shoulder dress um glowing because she's always glowing and this lady was saying it in a negative connotation like which literally means someone's just happy and and just beautiful like Mm -hmm. you're just hating and and the lady who was saying it was so (laughs) fucking ugly no, but I, I shut up. <laughs> no, but she was like, there's no reason to talk shit about there's someone no if they're just talk. being themselves and being beautiful. Like, I just don't understand yeah. that. And also, um, I think what people don't understand is if you're part of the royal family, like it's your job to look happy. You look at Kate Middleton, you look at everyone as every time they're in the limelight, they're always smiling. They're always waving. Yeah. Because if they don't do that, 
then they get this then backlash. Then she's going to get even more backlash. But with Meghan Markle, I think just because she's an American. And she's half black. And she's, yes, she's biracial and an American, that it's like a double whammy against her because she's not in like the British, I don't know, whatever. That so. is the root of why people are hating and they just don't want to say that. So they're finding good things about her and making yeah. them negative. Yes. Like a lot of people were saying that that she holds her baby bump too much. Like what the, f- Which when you was that know. an issue? Yeah. Would you, I bet a lot of the women who were saying this have had a child and held their baby bump a lot. They just don't have everyone taking pictures of them. And also there was this comparison picture that I looked at. Um, that had um, Kate, is it Middleton? Kate yep. Middleton and Meghan Markle. The first one had Kate Middleton and it was like, oh, Kate Middleton stepping out, you know, cu- cuddling her baby bump in this beautiful green dress, like just being yeah, all happy. Yeah. And then I had Meg and it was the Daily Mail or the, one of those stupid websites. And then I had Meg. I call her Meg. I, don't know. I know. I was like, Meg, our I, friend I, Meg. I keep saying, I keep thinking like Meg the Stallion just comes out quick. Meg Markle is just in this. I'm sorry. Let me be respectful. <laughs> Meg and Markle in this other picture on the same website. And they like bash her like, oh, like the media wants to know why Meg Markle wears, I mean, t- holds her baby bump too much. Is it a pride thing? Is she pretending to do something that she isn't trying to do we all want to know like why do you do this and it's like we're just so annoying but they're doing the same shit in each picture also just having a baby like yes it's a royal baby but it's just a baby and also like what are you going to do when the babies are they going to bash the baby too i really hope they don't i hope they don't because that that would really like piss me off i know <laughs> like, i haven't seen a picture of the baby but I the baby didn't cute. do shit okay and yeah. i know that that happens sometimes like people like will be like Say things about how the baby looks, or um, but Meghan Markle seems to be like a really strong human. We obviously don't personally know her, but I think that she'll be, she'll get through it. Like fuck all these people that are just talking. I think she will. Um, yeah, and also like Sarah and I watched a really like a news clip of her getting interviewed. She just looks so sad. And it was so sad because the interviewer was... She was also trying to like keep herself composed. Yeah, yeah. so she was super yeah. like smiling and bubbly, but then he was like, oh, it seems hard, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, it is hard. Like I got married. I went right into the spotlight. I had a baby and all this time I'm getting criticized about nothing I'm doing and like out, out of my control. And also in the news, I've seen her and Harry go to like different countries and work with um, refugees and minorities and like all this really good stuff. But all that comes out in the news or on the topic is just criticizing what they look like. I think people are seriously hating on her because she's a good person and like helps people in need. And, and I like, think because she's an American and it's and, ti- and it sucks because we're it's typical that those types of things don't make the news like things that are actually important. Yes. Like that happens every fucking day. Yes. Like, we're basically desensitized to things like that because we're desensitized it just happens so news. much that we're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, they have no reason to hate. She seems like a good person. I feel that. Um, Like, but why? Like, do you have anything else better to do? Yeah. I understand that. And the fact that they, like, slander Megan... And, like, really don't do anything to Kate Middleton, like, really says something. It is. Or if they... But they have no grounds to. Like, everything yeah. they're saying against Meghan Markle is... Everything about her appearance. But everything, like, nice said in a weird tone. Like, when they were like, oh, she's too happy. She's too this. Her hair's too perfect. She has a, like... She's holding her belly because she's pregnant. Yeah, maybe she had cramps that day. And it was... I don't know. It's just like they don't know. And that they made a whole 60 minutes episode about how people don't like her. Yeah. Is stupid. So we just thought it was like shitty because it's not. It's not. It goes beyond just like women supporting women or people supporting or just like humans supporting humans. Yeah. This woman came from America, was born, or was not born, was married into the royal family 
and then had to figure out all these responsibilities on her own. And it also could, and then in the um, clip we watched, it also can be an isolating experience when you're not used to living in a palace or like as soon as they got married, everyone was like, all right, when's the Royal baby coming? It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So, (coughs) and also like, I'm not saying that she didn't come from like going from living a regular daily life to living in a palace and like being proper all the time is, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like you you have to constantly like have this posture and like, Sarah, could you imagine us in a palace? No. <laughs> I would get kicked out. I would say shit all the time and they'd, fuck. And I would be like. They'd be like, um, they'd be like these two can go back. Yeah, like, <laughs> you don't know how to speak to people. We're going to send you back. I would. I just like swear too much. I, that would not be okay for me. Um, I'd probably get used like, to it. But like, you know. Yeah. But at some point you're going to crack because you don't know. You don't know what to do. It almost feels like not like you're a whole new person, but like. You have to be this person that you're not. Yeah. And like, she seems like she's doing a fine job still being herself. Which is awesome. And that's why people are hating. But that's also she's why being people herself. love her. Because everyone, yeah. not everyone in the United States, I don't know that because like, but like most people love her because she is more real. Where British, I think they have a history of everyone being prim and proper and only doing, following the rules. When like, that's not how real people are. Yeah, that's not how, like, everyone has a different personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Everyone's you can be prim and proper, but it's like, you know. Yeah, you can be respectful, but you don't, you really don't have to. You don't really stand out if you're, like, doing the same shit all the time. Yeah. Um, so we just want to touch on that because that's ridiculousness. Yeah, we think it's dumb. Fuck the right. haters. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of... <laughs> Do you want to do oh, four? Oh God! <laughs> or do you want to leave that to the end? Um, let's do Sesame Street first, and then yeah, we'll because it's c- cute. Yeah, because then that's a positive, and then we'll go to that negative, and then, and we'll, then we'll end go with to the, the positive. positive. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, so, so Sesame <laughs> Sesame Street Sesame, Sesame Street, Street uh, came out with a new Muppet, which is really cute. Um, her name's Carly, and she's in foster care. And um, the Muppets' mom is in, is like recovering, um, a recru- recovering drug user, um, and is that with like addiction. a real like story? Like, is, yeah, like is the is the person who plays the Muppet? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I was Ooh. just wondering that. I don't know how. Or I is it just like up. a? They're just. I am wondering if this is an actual human. I'm not saying it doesn't matter any less. Yeah. I'm just curious. I think, I mean, I think why they, they're just saying it. they brought her up is be, to help kids with addiction. So it's basically, I like, love that though. You're not alone because so many people still watch Sesame street. I grew up on Sesame street. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. yeah. And it's still going strong. So I think it's nice um, that Sesame street is creating this communities program where they're bringing in Muppets to help kids understand traumas that happened in them, their lives. So they've brought in one to help with like homelessness. They've brought in one, um, this one helps with foster care and addiction. And so like if group kids are in group homes, they can watch Sesame Street and be like, oh, she's in a group home. She goes to the this same is meetings. Okay. She doesn't have parents. I don't really have parents right now. It's all right. Like to be more relatable. Yeah. Which I think is awesome for a children's show to kind of bridge the gap of like not every family is perfect. Not every family looks like this. Um, and... It said the, um, that like the characters on the show talk to Carly about the meeting she went to or how she's feeling or if she's seen her mom. So it kind of makes, makes it more real, I think. Um, I really like that they added that element into yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. There's another one that um, dealt with homelessness. Didn't and... we talk about another character that was added? Yeah, but I don't remember their name. Was it like a... um. Was it like it wasn't it like a chan- transgender? Oh, character was it? Yes, it was. Yes, and they've and they've added one who was on the autism spectrum. That's the one we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was transgender. I think they did. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I have no. We're non-binary. I remember we talked about the. That's the one I was autism thinking about. Spectrum? Was the autism yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool because so many kids still watch their show and 
not every family is the same, like I said. So it's nice that the kids have an opportunity to see themselves in the show of being like, oh, these characters teach me every day, but like they don't all look the same. Exactly. Or come from the same background. And also I was reading um, in an article, I don't remember which one, where they were saying that this opens up like family discussions and group discussions about these bigger issues and makes them more digestible for kids. So like the kids are in the know because it's the whole situation. It's the whole theory of like the world is a bad place. Don't tell kids where Sesame Street is being like, yes, the world has some like shitty parts in it, but it's okay to let kids know about them and let them know that you're going to get through this and it's going to be okay. And you're not the only one. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a tidbit because I found it really, um, I think it's enjoyable. It's like the thing with um, Arthur and them adding, you know, the, yes. they had the gay. That's the one, gay um, wedding and Arthur. That's the one I was thinking Jesus about. Okay, Christ. okay, okay. They, Arthur All the had kids like, shows we talked about. <laughs> yeah, wait, we're, we're 25, I swear, 26. Um, <laughs> so that's the one I was thinking about was the Arthur one with the, the his teacher was gay. Yeah. And then he went to a gay wedding. Um, I think it's better to if I had a child, I would want to open them up to things that are actually happening in society and like things that happen to other people um, that aren't necessarily happening to them. Yeah. Like it's not just like, it's not just making the person who is in foster care, the person has autism feel good. Cause that, that's the main reason, but it's also like making other kids aware of, Oh, people actually go through this kind of stuff. That's what that is. That's what this person in my class is going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just like, it's like, oh, you could tell someone always oh, in foster care and blah, blah, blah. But if you see it, like kids relate more to like kids shows, they'll watch it and be like, oh yeah, like that's what like Tommy, like mm-hmm. that's, he doesn't have a mom. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it makes other kids aware as well as helping the kids who have, you know, the condition or the situation feel better about themselves yeah i like it yeah good job sesame street kill that shit and that they created a whole initiative it's called the communities program um sesame street and communities program so if you want to look up more about it or if you want to see other characters on the list that we haven't uh talked about i kind of want to go in there and like find the other ones yeah like (laughs) i know just to be it i'm just interested yeah Yeah. it's kind of cool so that's just a little shout out sesame street still doing their thing 20 years later, 30 mm-hmm. years later, however long they've been on um, on air. Honestly, that's great. Yeah. That means they're, I mean, they're doing it right, so. Yeah, I know. It's solid. Yeah. All right, real Let's quick. Let's move on to some <laughs> weird shit. Real quick. We obviously have to bring up something that happened in Florida. Florida, what man. doesn't happen in Florida? When you're bored of sale, talk about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> also, before you bring this up, um... The Florida episode in Big Mouth is yes. fucking hilarious. Okay, so you watched it? Yeah. You're right? I finished the season. Everyone's married to their cousin. Shit happens. <laughs> it's just some incest going on. Like, it's just yep. weird. Yep. It's a little weird, but it's funny. Florida. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, Florida, Florida man. man. Okay. So, this... <laughs> I'll go through it really quick. So, this man was um, caught by police and trialed for trying to um i don't know if his trial is coming up but whatever he was trying to barbecue child molesters (laughs) is what he told police yeah which in his mind he was doing something like heroic and like whatever whatever was was going on in his head (laughs) his little like superhero self Mm -hmm. so this man jorge porto sierra was um Stationed outside of a motel in Kissimmee, Florida, in this county called Oxiola County. It's south of Orlando. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, okay. But I looked it up, and it's the county that has, um, that's not by any like schools or parks or whatever. So it's known for having a lot of like child molesters and um, like yeah, sex work in it. Um, so, which I think that's just a coincidence that, like, that's what, maybe not. But, so, this man would park himself out of 
village inn and motels or a motel and then attack men who he just thought would be child molesters. Like he doesn't even know if that person no. is a child molester. So there was he just account, assumes. Yes. So there was a count of some guy walking out of his room and this and Jorge going after him and trying to like literally tackle him and the guy running back in. And then later in the article, they're like, and then him and his roommate went out the back because they were scared to go. They were just staying at the motel. And there was another Didn't incident. Didn't you say he like poured? Um... Yeah, there was another incident where he poured gasoline in some guy's car and tried to light it on fire, but then the guy sped away. And he had multiple attacks. So then the police got a hold of him, finally. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, I could have kept going, except like you got you guys got here like in time or you guys got in my way, blah, blah. And I will say that in the article, two of the four people that he actually attacked before he got arrested were known child molesters. But they're like, it's still. You can't just assume you still and, like, can't attack do that. people like that. You can't just go down the street and be like, you might be one, and then pour gasoline on them and try to light <laughs> them on fire. Stupid. And then go to the police and say, oh, but I'm doing really good work. Or like, but I'm helping you guys. No, no you're not. You're still equally a criminal. So then, <laughs> so now he's being tried for attempted murder because he literally tried to light people on fire. And if it's a known area where child molesters and like other bad people stay, then I'm sure the police are on it. Absolutely. Like they know these things as much as like You're this not, like, random part of ass the man. Squad. You're not part of the police squad. <laughs> Legit. So if you were just sitting outside a motel with gasoline and matches, that also makes you look super sketchy. Yeah, like... <laughs> or Honestly, hey. this sounds like an excuse to, like, just kill people. Right? Like, yes. Like he you might, I think like, he might have some issues. But also, he may... He really may have wanted to help, but that's not the way I to know. go about shit. It makes me think of, like... Remember if the show If you see Dexter? someone that you might think is a child molester, maybe call the police. Le- yes, be like... Like, you're some- not... You're not responsible i'm by the motel and there's some sketchy things going down maybe you should check in on it the police will gladly do it that's their job also like you said you're equally a criminal like you're if you killed yeah because now he has attempted murder and the people that he attacked are like nothing happened to them because they were doing nothing wrong except staying at a motel yeah in florida (laughs) (laughs) i know it kind of gave me dexter vibes though oh yeah yeah but in like a great show less I guess creepy. I'm more creepy. I don't know. So, Florida, kissing me, Florida, watch out for someone just pouring don't go to Florida and just like pouring. <laughs> I don't know. That's ridiculous. Trying to barbecue child molesters, sir. Go to jail just to like think about your actions. Can you just barbecue some chicken and like relax? Barbecue some chicken. Just have a barbecue. <laughs> Maybe just like have a party at your house and live it up. Legit. Oh my god. These people in Florida, man, they're wild. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right, do you want to end on a really nice note? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so, friends, I don't know why I got so excited. <laughs> um, Next year marks the 100th year since women won the right to vote, whoop. which is awesome. Whoop, whoop, you can vote now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ridiculousness. Right. Um, So, to honor that, New York and Central Park are constructing a bronze statue of Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Caddy Stanton, and Sojourner Truth. Um, and it brings together like Truth, an escaped slave, and an abolitionist. So the statue is there to convey like power of women working together to br- bring about revolutionary change in our society, which is very apparent now. Absolutely. Um, and the people who are constructing the statue and who are on the board of arts um, in the city are hoping that like young people will be inspired by the image of these different women coming together by like different races, different backgrounds and working together to change the world, which is awesome. I love that. So I was looking at the article and they were like, yeah, there's um, about 30 or so male statues in the all around central park, but no women statues, but no women statues because the only like women statues were, I think, Mother Goose, which is just a fictional goose. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they said Mary Poppins, which is also a fictional character. Um, (laughs) 
But like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's true. Mother Goose, they thought that was going to pass. Yeah. For a few. Uh-huh. <laughs> fictional Goose. Yeah. A fictional Goose. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So you're fine. Oh, my God. Oh, All for right. sure. Um, So this will be the first... Um, yeah, this will be the first statue that shows like real women in history. Yeah, who actually did something, who changed the course of like everything. Um, so it'll be resurrected in August, so next year, marking the one hundredth year. Yeah. Um, since yeah, women had the right to vote, and it'll be there forever in the park. I love that. So I think it was awesome. It was really cute. Wait, when are these Finally, um, when are these statues going up, you said? In August, in the summer. Oh, next summer. Yeah. Okay, so I think go. it's being uh, created now, and then they just have, like, the blueprints of the statue, I guess. And then on... I don't know if it's on the 100th, like, the day of the 100th year, or just, like, this marks the 100th year. Mm-hmm. But it'll now be in the park. I love that. But literally... I want to go there and see them when they're up. But this is ridiculous, because... Colo- I mean, this is a different point, but, like... The Central Park has been open for 166 years, which is crazy. And it took this them that long, long for, to get them one woman statue. <laughs> Jesus. I'm surprised there isn't any in there besides Me the too. fucking goose. Women are good besides <laughs> the goose. I don't know why it's so funny. Besides the goose. All the men and then a fucking goose. All the men and a goose. Yes. Well, now they got more to help them out because literally what's oh happening. Oh, my God. All right. But yeah, that's what that's we got. That's amazing. So go check them out next summer. Go check I them definitely want to go. Take a trip to New York City. Go to Central Park. It'll be cute in the summer. Go find go. them. We should go. You want to go? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So that was our content, y'all. Content. Want to do music? Content. Music. You go first. Okay, you go first. You, okay, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. No, you go first. Um, so this week, I've, I've been in two moods. Uh, one of them is I've been listening to the She's Gotta Have It soundtrack, the show that's on Netflix. We've talked about the show before. We love the show. Sarah and I have cried to that show. Cried many times. And the soundtrack to both season one and two are phenomenal. Um, so I've been listening. They're really good soundtrack. They're really good soundtrack. It's a really good show. So, um, well, I'm I didn't gonna, listen to the soundtrack, but I imagine but it being good because the music the was show fire. Is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the show does a really cool thing where after they play a song, they'll pause this, sh- basically like pause the show and then show the album artwork and the artist for where the song's coming from, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so they basically come from all of that, but it's a really good soundtrack, really good show. Also, did I tell you I'm seeing, um, I don't think I did, but I'm seeing Anthony Ramos. He's coming to Boston. No way. In November. Yeah. What? So I'm going with my friend Mia and we're going to see him. Tickets me, were like 15 bucks. Can you tell me who that is again? <laughs> He's the one who plays, um, the, la, 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 with the teeth. The who's friend? really cute, yeah. Wait, he's gonna sing? Yeah, he's a singer. When is this? I think in November. I can pass you the deets. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go. I know it's good. What night of the week is it? I don't know. I'll have to look. Okay. Um, we'll look later. Yeah. So that was one of mine, and then the album um, "Love and Hate" by Michael. I don't know if I've talked about this one before, though. Whatever. Um, by Michael uh, Kiwanaku, Kiwanaka, yeah, Michael Kiwanaka. The album is Love and Hate, mm. and since I've been in like midterms, it's a really chill, uh, really chill music to listen to. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. Calms you down. Calms you down. Calms you down. She's got to have it. Hypes me up. <laughs> <laughs> Two moods. Two moods. All right, what do you got? So I have a few. Um. I have the album Case Study um, 01 by Daniel Caesar. Okay. Um, Daniel Caesar is a a dope R&B artist. Um, I saw him recently live in California. He was at the Lights On Festival. Really? Yeah, he was there. 
um he was one of the acts that's a great album um he dropped it this year but my favorite song on the album is frontal lobe music okay has pharrell in it oh yeah dope but the whole album's great into him into him so that's my first one okay my second one is a single by brandon banks um i feel like i have not heard of this gentleman before um but you know i feel like he's more he's uh, more of a recent up-and-coming r&b artist okay um but he dropped a single called lucy um beautiful beautiful song um great vocals there's a trumpet up in there that just like oh, hits your soul. R and B and brass instruments are my favorite. Like too much. Like I just mm-hmm. want to cry. Yep. But it's a great song. It's Immediate. beautiful. It's a nice song. It's not sad. Um, but I also have. I'm like you. I have two moods. So that was my kind of like mellow mood. Mm-hmm. And then this song that um I discovered recently called I don't know. Um, it's by Nana Ro- Rogues, R O G U E S R O G U E S Rogues Rogues, yeah. Nana Rogues, um, and Ameli Sande. Okay. Um, it's just like a dope, like upbeat pop hip hop song, um, and it just gets me in a really good mood. So I'm like with you on the two moods. Yeah, I feel that the mellow and the this week. hyped up, yeah. but nothing sad. No, no, just like a good Nothing chill sad. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Also, if we say any artist names wrong, apologies. Yeah, our yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but Man, I feel Nana that. Rose, Rogues, <laughs> whatever. I think you're great. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. That's what we got for you guys. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. We love you. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys soon. Talk to you next time. Word. Word. When your borders hail. When your borders hail, Sarah Christian. See you next week. Peace. Bye. Adios.